Tanya Garcia and Anne-Marie Burton took left turns into agency ownership after careers built in the traditional advertising, marketing, and digital industry. Set on changing the path, left turn strategy is grounded in different. The Turning Left podcast focuses on this approach of being deliberately different and its positive impacts in business, marketing, and life. If you like what you hear, tune in and listen to our other episodes. Make sure to follow us and review our podcast to help us reach and inspire others in their left turn. Hi, Tanya. Hello, Anne-Marie. How are you today? I'm terrific because we're going to talk about something that I have been loving for a long time. So we're here from Left Turn Strategies, marketing company here in Burlington, and we're going to start a little series about brands that we're fans of. So I'm excited about this. We're going to talk about, I uh, wonder if you can guess, if you can guess what company I'm, we're going to talk about today. Do you want me to guess? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Yes. Well, I think that no one, they may not be able to guess, but may not be surprised given how much you and I talk about this brand. Yes. Um, With a female centric brand owned by a female founder, Canadian, uh, incredibly innovative in terms of the products that they make, their distribution model, their marketing message, everything that their brand stands for. They're complete disruptors and total, like, just this entrepreneur is amazing. We're going to talk about NYX today. K-N-I-X, for anyone listening who perhaps doesn't know about this superstar brand. Uh, so we want to talk about it because, man, we, we were inspired by them from the beginning. And, but they're also with International Women's Day, which you may have heard the episode right before, we talked about break the bias of the theme. And we think, oh man, this is a great topic to talk about. So you were reminding me that you first heard about NYX because when we first started our business uh, in 2018, there was a job posting for NYX. And I came to you and said, oh, if we had not started this company, I totally would have applied for this marketing job for this yeah. company. They're amazing. I'm so, in- I'm so inspired. I've been following them. You're like, what, what is this company? What is this company? I said, I'm a super fan. I have a huge crush on this company. If I could crush on a company and you went to Nick's and what did you think as a consumer? What did you think? What was your first impression? I did the first thing that I always do when I hear about something new is I follow them on Instagram. And then, uh, you were talking about the product and the first product was the leak proof underwear. And I was like, what are we talking about? I think we were working on, remember we were working on a couple of brands that were in kind of, you know, maybe a similar, not that space, but we were getting inspiration and how to kind of, um, market. We were working on a nursing maternity bra and an incontinence product for women. Correct. I, yeah, I was like, I don't know how much are we sharing in this episode, but yes, exactly what I was thinking. So I was like, let me look into this. And I always, I'm a, I'm, if someone says do something like read a book, listen to a podcast, buy a product. That is how I make most decisions in my life. So of course you're highly influenced. I am totally highly influenced. Peer pressure. I tell it. I love it because I'm not a researcher. So I like to go to people I trust, obviously not random, although that's not true. I do love influencers on Instagram too, but generally someone I trust, I bought the product and I brought, bought the underwear and I loved it. But most importantly too, I didn't just follow Nick's. I followed 
the owner, Joanna, and as a female um, owner, um, you and I, I, I quickly became obsessed with her story. Um, and also she just would respond, like she would like messages on Instagram. Like she was so very accessible as a human and a woman entrepreneur that I quickly just, and I don't know that you knew that. I just kind of in the background started following them and then started sharing some of my purchases and you were laughing going, I knew you would love them. I told you, you hadn't even actually bought anything. You were just obsessed with the, the, the. Well, I love them at first of all, so let's talk about the innovation of product, because yes. I think that that is a huge piece. So they, they invented and created an, an unmet need for women. And so I remember when I first started to talk about leak proof underwear, people would kind of cringe and go, what are you talking? Like, yeah. and then I thought, oh, you're not my person. If you don't understand this. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean you're peeing your pants, people. It means maybe there's occasional leaks, which could be from sweat, from workout. Incontinence is real. It could be period underwear. So you need like a backup for whatever else you're using. And you know what? A lot of women, when they laugh hard or they jump, a little Mm -hmm. bit of pee might come out and that's embarrassing. So this leak-proof underwear essentially has your back, covers covers up that situation and you want to look and feel good too they feel amazing like it was also not the quote-unquote kind of big bulky underwear they yeah, were you weren't beautiful. wearing like an incontinence pad this is no. not what was needed totally. so essentially it was like um, i got your back kind of product they have now expanded into a whole bunch of other things um they have an amazing line of bras with no underwire they have, have workout gear <laughs> I'm wearing one of the bras right now. Very comfortable. I totally am, actually. I'm showing you. I am. You could probably dress completely. I now have actually completely changed over all of my undergarments and leggings are all next. Yeah. So it's, so they, but they started from a break the bias. Okay. What is not being, it's an unmet need. This is not being, this is not being talked about. This is not being developed. So thank you. Thank you to Next for addressing that because now leak proof underwear, apparently with other brands, other people are copying them and making them, but they are the original. So that is important. I think just to quickly mention, cause we were just talking about timeline, like a lot of people who are new to Next now in market, or let's say go in on the website and follow them and say, okay, yes, I appreciate what they're doing, but aren't they doing what everybody else is doing? Because no. now, you know, you, you see that represented in brands. We are wholeheartedly, you know, actively who we've been following them for five years, you longer, they were at the forefront of all of this. No other yeah. brand yeah. was doing this. Or, and if there was, we didn't know about it. We didn't so know about it. But in so I think case, you need to, we need to talk about the distribution model too, because this, like, yeah. the left turns that this company has made, and that's why I admire them so much too, is that, is that I identify with the product and they're talking to me and they're doing it really, really well. But also everything about their business has taken left turns. So they created a product, they put it into retailers. So into like the Bay or other places you might buy undergarments. But there was a lack of control of inventory because, of course, the buyers are purchasing it. And then the consumer like us may go to the store and find, oh, they don't have it in my size. Yet online, they're talking about how they're equitable and available in all sizes. uh, But you go to the store and you can't find it. So after three years, that company decides, wait a second, I need to have some more control over this distribution and pulls everything away from retail, which you can just imagine what a difficult decision yeah. that would have been for, for a business owner. 
And anyway, so I always put myself in these people. I'm like, oh gosh, what? that's not a small decision. And decided instead to con- remain connected to the consumers, offer um, an e-commerce model direct to consumer, which again, anyone who's ever been in business understands that means like a different warehousing, a, a shipping situation, but they have a lot more control, but a lot more costs and overhead in that versus distributing and using and leveraging other people's warehousing and, and to consumer model. So they completely changed it. Um, now they have, they had later, they opened two independent stores in Canada and just at the end of this year, they um, or last year, 2021, I think there's three stores in California. So it's just starting to create independent uh, stores. They're just for Nick's yet. They're not just going to be stores. They're going to be community event locations, yeah. an opportunity for the community to pull together, which reminds me a little bit of a Lululemon, but it's a far cry from like a Victoria's Secret. Yeah, 100%. So they are the opposite. They're the anti-Victoria's Secret. So anyway, just, I love the distribution, the change and seeking the left turn. I love that they're continually reviewing. It appears to me, we're not on the inside. They're not our client. We didn't say that. I'd love if they were our client, but they're not. Uh, it appears to us that they're continually checking in with their stakeholders, which a core stakeholder would be their consumer. What do they need? How do they need to be talked to? And how can they offer their services to them? So it's like, they're very with their audience, um, their target audience, and they're very in tune with what's happening around that audience um, and what they need. And 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 as marketers, um, that is what we talk about all of the time. But when you see it, to your point, so beautifully executed um, in everything, not only the product, to your point, also distribution, delivery of said product, um, but also in the communications, in um, in all points of contact and communication, you, you just know it. I mean, anyone who's a marketer, you get that, like when you see a commercial or you see a video or you see anything, you're like, oh, I wonder what the creative brief was for that. I wish I was in the totally when they came up with that idea. Like I would have loved to do that. And I think our own, only our fellow marketers totally understand that statement. Absolutely. But I think everything that Nix does and most recently with their big and strong uh, campaign, which like, if there's any women out there who didn't cry at any point or want to cry at any point, watching that is another really great example of how they touched on core insights and, and, and what women need to, how women are big and strong in everything that they do. It's just beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a, it's a marketer's dream and, and a businesswoman's dream. Um, we're obsessed, as you can tell. Well, I think we need uh, the sizing and the visualization of their customers yeah. happens in all of their communications. So whether that's print or online or anything, they're not all tiny women wearing these these garments they're showing real women yeah and I think we've talked about you know in my pre-pre-job when I used to work at Unilever I, I was you know on that team where Dove was starting to talk about real bodies and I think that was one of the first brands that started to acknowledge yeah. that okay we need to break the bias we need to not just talk about this size four five eight perfect quote-unquote air quotes perfect body we're talking about everybody 
And so then along comes Nix that's kind of, you know, carried that message even further and they are absolutely showing everybody. And now that beautiful campaign, the big and strong, which I think, yeah, it is tear worthy because, yeah, and I think beyond. it's tear worthy for us because it's challenging what it's breaking some of the paradigms down that we grew up with to teenagers today. I think they would just slap a high five. I think they would congratulate versus perhaps being as emotional. I would like to hope that anyway. I, I would hope. agree. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree. Yeah, no, I think they're they're going one step further in um, going beyond kind of the physical, physical kind of diversity of, of humans, right? Um, and women in particular. Um, but now it's it's the experiences. It's what who it goes deeper to who these individuals are and what they experience and what they need and that's what's so so beautiful and if you look at other brands who have been successful in doing that like if you look at I'm just going to bring up Nike who has you know did starts with the running shoes but now the discussion is the deeper stories behind you know just do it how how people can just, you know, what is that deeper story in athletes and um, human beings? So Nix is doing that at a deeper level. And I think it, it's resonating with me. That's for sure. Um, it's going to make me want to buy more product. That's for sure. Um, because you want to lift them up. You want to say great work. Um, I stand by that. And I feel like I'm a member of the community of a community buying and supporting that product and that brand. And that's what brands aspire to do. Well, it's the internal story, right? And yeah. I think too, when you're wearing, I know you can buy leggings, but most of the things you're wearing that people don't see. And traditional undergarments have been marketed to be seen, <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah. Right? So a Victoria's Secret is not being positioned to be comfortable. <laughs> it's meant to be sexy and to be seen. And this is, it's not about the person who's wearing it. It's about the person who's seeing it. Or perhaps, I don't know, there could be a whole other conversation on that. Yeah, but. I think it's, 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 again, it's what we talked about. It's what, yeah, it's what we talked about. It's the internal, it, it's about the individual. That is yeah. what, you know, any brand or company needs to put all things aside and focus, laser focus on that human being. And what Nix does is it's, you're right. It's an undergarment, but it's about how it will make us feel, will allow us to move, will allow us to do and feel strong, uh, feel big and strong and comfortable and able to take on the day. Um, and, and it's that simple. And, and it speaks wholeheartedly to the person wearing the, the, the garment and, and there's beauty in that. What about how they're getting funded? I think that this is an amazing piece because yeah. they've obviously grown a lot lately. They're about to grow even bigger. I cannot wait to see oh, yeah. where they go next. Yeah. And so they have been just received $50 million um, seed additional funding. So series B funding. Also what I love is that it's from a group uh, of um that are, I don't know if everyone within that are, I don't think they're women, but the group supports and specifically um, finances women owned and inspired 
businesses. And that, in it, again, comes back to like, oh, we need more of that. Agreed. And I, you know, anything I've read about what Joanna Griffiths talked about, just the support going through that process of the funding. She was pregnant with twins and essentially, you know, con continued at full force that the entire pregnancy returned quickly. Like the, everything she's doing um, is exactly or better perhaps than any other founder, regardless of gender, would be doing. Mm -hmm. And I know that she's been quoted and referenced, you know, that she didn't want her pregnancy or any of her personal things to be included in the consideration of this funding. And she's been quite vocal about, again, everyone has their choice and their individual choice. Mm -hmm. And she didn't want to be treated any differently than anyone, mm -hmm. pregnant or not, women or not. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, the whole thing is inspiring. I just continue just to cheer on this company because mm -hmm. who knows what's going to happen next? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And as, you know, business owners, it's important to find, you know, other brands and businesses that you can follow, be inspired by, see yourself in. Um, and I know um, Nick's and, and Joanna for us have been, has been that person without them knowing it. Um, but it, what it would Joanna do? She doesn't know us. I don't know. It would be do? amazing if she did. I would totally have her over for dinner. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just important to find, you know, and we're going to talk about other um, brand fans, you know, um, it's it's not just Nick's. There's a few that we, we talk about consistently and that when we're going through brand planning and we're going through discussions, you know, I just say for our listeners, it's it's important to to find those companies that motivate you and you're like wow that's what the internet provides absolutely absolutely, absolutely. Yep. and inspiration you need to find inspiration where you can yeah and other business owners canadian business owners in particular yeah female and business owners really inspire us yep. so perhaps that's a great place to wrap up because yep. we will talk about some other companies that we're super fans of in later episodes mm -hmm. But for, don't forget, go watch the Big and Strong campaign. You can find it on Instagram on Nix. It's and right it's everywhere. Yeah, it's beautiful. And don't forget, it's the right time for a, a left turn. It sure right? is. It sure is. Thanks, Anne-Marie. Thanks, Tanya. Have a good one. For more information on what we chatted about today, you can find details in the show notes. Make sure to hit the follow button to get notified about future Turning Left episodes. Follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram at Left Turn Strategy to learn more about future episodes. The right choice is a left turn.